0: The greatest podcast hosted by someone who knows so precious little about eh, almost everything. A journey into the mediocre mind of an exceptionally average person. This is Complaints and Observations with Dave LaPointe.
1: Who the hell is Dave LaPoint? Hey, what's going on? It's uh, episode five of Complaints and Observations. I am your host, Dave LaPoint. I am not Wink Martindale, like I said last week. I don't know why I said that. In hindsight, I've always found the name very funny. I thoroughly enjoyed Tic Tac Toe as a child. Some of you probably don't get that reference, but I do, and I enjoyed that show. Uh, As always, I want to start with a massive thank you uh, for taking the time out of your busy day to listen to this crap, and as always, I ask that you subject your friends to the same crap, so uh, thank you very much. Today, I wanted to start out with a little bit of currently breaking news that by the time you do hear this will no longer be breaking But uh, Kristen Cavallari, soon to be ex wife of America's new favorite dad, Jay Cutler, has announced that her terrible reality show has been canceled. Now, why I find this particular story so fascinating, I really don't know. I wish I could give you an answer. Uh, I just don't. I, you know, was never a big like Jay Cutler fan. Uh, I don't think I could, I don't think I ever watched any thing that Kristen Cavallari has ever done other than various clips of Jay Cutler being generally apathetic, um, to his wife on that particular reality show. But, uh, so I decided I would reach out to Jay for comment. Uh, he said nothing slash didn't reply, which is exactly what I expected and was oddly, uh, you know, oddly enough was, would have been the exact comment he would have probably given anyway. So, um, That's that. I'm sure we're going to get a whole lot more Jay Cutler. At least that's my hope, just because I find him now terribly entertaining for doing nothing. Uh, Another bit of breaking news. uh, Carrying your own golf bag through 18 holes fucking blows. Um, I am happy that golf is open. However, this whole not being able to rent a golf cart or a push cart or something needs to fucking end. Uh, th- it's just so fucking stupid Like What on earth are we doing here? It, you know One person per cart Have people sanitizing cards Push cards, whatever Don't make us carry bags like a bunch of fucking plebeians You know First world problem for sure and honestly, I didn't really have an issue with it. I played yesterday, didn't have a problem through probably 16 holes having to carry the bag. Uh, but really, when I got home and my shoulders were just irritated and my neck was just killing me, which it does still right now. But, uh, you know, I didn't, I didn't particularly enjoy that. Thankfully, um, I'm playing this weekend and I do have a uh, a push cart that I'm going to use. not mine. I have to borrow one. but you know, um, did we hear about Joe Rogan's New deal? The other day hundred million bucks from Spotify to have his podcast uh, be exclusive to that particular platform, which is just wild hundred million dollars uh, of all the various podcast heroes that, Uh, We have here at Complaints and Observations, Joe Rogan isn't on that list. I don't dislike Joe Rogan. I like him. Uh, He's immense. The the Joe Rogan experience is out of this world. It is literally and figuratively out of this world for a number of different reasons. He's an excellent interviewer. He gives a great interview. Uh, He picks his um, interview subjects wisely. At least I think he does. I don't really know the ins and outs of it, but... Uh, hey, good for him! Congratulations. Uh, I'm sure he'll um, hear this soon, um, because my assumption is that Joe Rogan does listen to this podcast. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I mean, I I can't even fathom that kind of money for doing a podcast. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm just having trouble getting friends to listen to this shit. Never mind, uh, strangers. You know, even, enough to even gross dollar one. But I don't know. Maybe I just need to smoke weed with a variety of crazy geniuses and things will just fall into place after that. So if anybody has a lead on crazy geniuses that want to talk and smoke some some weed, let me know. I'd be happy to uh, set that up. Um, and, and honestly, I want all that money. So that I can just start buying all of Tom Brady's bullshit snake oil. Listen, I I need to make this crystal Pepsi clear. I love Tom Brady. Love Tom Brady. The football player. Other than that, to me, the jury's still out. I just don't know. Um, I'm happy he's building his business, making his money, and whatnot. But I mean, to sell this crap now, like he literally just put out one called like Protect or something. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, yeah, Protect. No, Vital Fit. Sorry. It's called Vital Fit. $45 bucks for 60 tablets. So a month's supply of. Barely more than your daily requirements Daily requirement of vitamin C, eleven milligrams of zinc, and then a bunch of garbage. So you know it's a uh, you know immunity protection, so to speak. And I, honestly, I just the timing is poor. Give it a month. You know, you what he could have done was was lined it up to, to the start of the football season. Boom. The marketing is not good here, but I mean it, and it should be far more embarrassing to him than it is. But I don't really think the guy's like fucking Teflon at this point. And, and you know, I don't even begrudge him for believing that all of this TB12 shit is why he's still playing into his 40s. I don't. If that's, I mean, personally, I think it's between the ears more than literally anything else. Like, it's 98% between his ears, 1% luck, 1% fucking vitalifit, or whatever it's fucking called. Like, Ben Rothesberger is most, mostly, 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 God, I can't record these fucking things so late in the day. It has to be a late morning thing. But it was a busy day. I had a, I had a full day today. And here I am slurring my words like a drunken fool having had a drop of alcohol today, which, you know, what time is it, 4 o'clock? I mean, I'm a, I'm a little late. Well, 3.30. A little late. But I haven't had any yet. And so to to do that is embarrassing. Let me start over. Ben Roethlisberger is mostly a fat fuck. Mostly. Not all the time, but mostly. And that bum is probably going to play into his 40s. I mean... He missed all of last season, and is hurt often. But two years ago, he threw for over five thousand yards. The guy can still play. It's not a shit team. Not much around him. He can still play. He's fine. His off-season diet is fucking beers and burgers. So get out, get out of here with whatever the fuck this uh, beta glucan. And larch tree extract. Get the fuck out of here with that. Seriously. It's a bit telling that I I can't find the the typical warning that comes accompanied with all these supplements that says that the FDA hasn't verified the claims. You can find it. But it's basically a photo of the the supplement facts. Small print. Also uh his website or the company's website uh crashed my computer today so fuck that. Anyway. Um so as I mentioned uh my interview, not even an interview, just conversation with my buddy Scott about friends uh from last night. Uh have a listen. Um if it sucks, it's mostly Scott's fault. Uh if the audio sucks, it is definitely Scott's fault because he had to hide uh, in his garage for the whole time. So this married with kids nonsense, it's the kids thing I, I would imagine, but um, give it a listen. Hope you enjoy it. And uh, once that's done, I'll be back to wrap it up. Hey, uh, welcome to uh, the First ever interview on complaints and observations. Uh, I am joined by my dear friend Scott, uh, and as I had mentioned at the end of episode four, uh, the topic here is going to be friends, uh, friendship, and you know the the various uh, nonsense that we all love and hate about um, not not just you know specific friends, but you know friendship in general. So. Uh, Scott, congratulations on being uh, the first guest on a shitty podcast.
0: Thanks, Dave. I'm glad I'm the first guest and I am very mediocre, so I should work very well in this format.
1: Perfect. It works out really nice. I mean, most of my friends are indeed mediocre, so I'm glad that you brought that up. Thank you so much.
0: (laughs) You're very welcome. Uh, I wouldn't expect anything less from a team of mediocre uh, degenerates like ourselves.
1: Yeah, there you go. So... um, As I mentioned, the topic being friends, um, I'm going to basically just kind of throw it at you to start off. So let's talk about, you know, the shit with friends that that we don't particularly care for. Um, We can talk about specific friends if you'd like. Uh, I know I'm going to at some point uh, bring up somebody that needs to be brought up, uh, but briefly... And um, so, I mean, anything, let, let's start with something simple uh, that may annoy you about some of your friends.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think for me, we could talk about many things with our dear, dearest and uh, closest friends here. I mean, I would say, you know, what's really, anno- all right, you know, what really annoys me sometimes with friends is the group chats and how ridiculous group text message chats get with certain folks.
1: Thank you. I'm glad Let you me mentioned group
0: chats. Good. I figured that would be an easy segue for you.
1: Because, honestly, uh, group chats are pretty close to the top of uh, annoying friends shit. the The thing that really bothers me the most about the group chat, so let's say there's six people on the chat, all right? All of a sudden, two people start having... A chat within the group chat that you know they may have talked about previously amongst themselves, and now they've brought it into the group chat. And so you're gonna have people be like, "What? What are you guys talking about?" Oh, you know, don't worry about it. Or oh, it was just a thing we did. <laughs> you know, bullshit like that. That drives God, so me annoying.
0: bonkers. It's fucking annoying. And let me tell you, it's more of the fact of when someone just keeps texting over and over again. When you get past six or seven, it's like, all right, buddy, do you have an audience right now? And then when you get to like fifty-three, you're like, all right, maybe you want to check yourself.
1: I mean, it, yeah, it can get old. Yeah, I think that that's a special case. I think, but I mean, more so, more so the the you know the inside jokes or the inside conversations within the group chat. The group chat is right. for everybody. Uh, there's no need. If if you need to say something to one person in the group chat, take it off the group chat.
0: Exactly. And that's why you can private text message anyone you want.
1: And like for me
0: especially, I like to make group chats designed for people with certain interests. For example, if we try to do a gambling group chat. Yeah, we failed. However, I mean, that's what I want to talk about more than half the time of my life. Um, sorry to my dearest wife and my children, but I don't know why. I just want to talk about it. I think it's fun and interesting. Yeah. It's a dollar to like a thousand dollar bet. I don't care. I just want to talk about it to mm-hmm. see how I can get fucked every single week and pay the bookie. But I don't want to, but I do. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then, you know, it starts off as a gambling group chat. And then you have one person who just stops gambling. Yes. So that kind of defeats the entire purpose of the gambling group chat.
0: Or someone invites that person that really doesn't like to gamble, but they have a Monday morning quarterback mentality, and then they just <laughs> jump on every single bet you made wrong. No That's shit, right. Sherlock.
1: Yeah, if I knew yeah. that,
0: I would have gone on my Back to the Future DeLorean car and won every single bet. <laughs> so what are we talking about here? <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's incredibly accurate. I hadn't I, I didn't think about that part, the the Monday morning quarterbacking, which you could kind of you could say that for almost anything that you do. Uh you do something that you like or that yeah, what's all right, let's say that. So you have an interest that you know that maybe your friends don't. And then they fucking shit on you for that particular in, interest. Um I wish I could think of something super specific, but it's, it's eluding me at the moment, but this is, this is shit that's come up in the past where, mm-hmm. you know, I'll like something, none of my friends like it. And it's like, okay, well now you're a fucking loser. Cause you like that thing. It's like, no, it's, we have different interests on occasion. It's okay. Right. It's fine. Exactly.
0: It's like to say, hey, you have four people in the group chat, three people like, all right, I'd love to go play golf. Let's get a tee time. And fourth person's like, well, golf is stupid. You're a fucking retard. Bingo. Okay, Bingo. well, that's not how I looked at it, but hey, each is own.
1: Yeah, no, that's a, wow, that's a good point. But yeah, you know, it's, there's, there's all kinds of little teeny things. Now, here's, here's my thing, okay? Uh, we're not going to get into politics, however. I am so vastly different politically than pretty much every one of my friends for the most part that uh but you know I've been friends with these people for you know most of my friends I've been friends with Christ. how long have we been friends like fucking twenty still, years yeah something like that I mean I yeah pretty much yeah so i mean but Jesus Christ, you can have interests outside of that and uh, so I mean, I've never understood people who. Will will separate friendships and lose friendships for tiny things like one thing that they simply can't look past. I've never understood that. Mainly because, yeah, I mean, in my that's just in my sort of uh, you know realm or spectrum, if you will, is that just that one particular thing. I am vastly different than all of my friends.
0: That's a fact. And uh, for your listeners, I could definitely opine to that. Yes. That.
1: Right, but I mean, there's a lot of there's some other shit that you know we could probably pick apart. I want to. Here's the other thing. I want to sound like an asshole that I'm like, you know, picking my friends apart. I hope that's not how it's being uh, <laughs> perceived. Um, although you know, I can think of a few friends that'll probably. Oh, what's a what's a fucking problem? Yeah, of course. You know, but you
0: know, then some we people have people then. Just need to grab a set of balls and just exactly relax. yeah
1: grow up you know then there's then there's the the friends that try way too hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, friends that that's a fact. You know, friends, uh, kind of friends, loose acquaintances that try way too hard to be you know way funnier than they are. They're looking for an audience. Um. Yeah. It's just sad because one's not there. Right, exactly. Um, I hear you. You know, uh, the
0: thing too annoys me with some of these folks is, you know, when it comes to times where, like, friends just don't come through, like a no-show.
1: The no-show thing is is big. And, look, I think, personally, uh, we've all been guilty once or twice. You know, something – Something comes up. It was probably mostly when we were younger and there were like females involved. When mm. you know, you make plans with your friends and then all of a sudden a girl hits you up and you're like, Oh shit, okay.
0: I'd much rather <laughs> hang out know, Yeah, girl? I'd much rather hang <laughs> out
1: I'd much rather hang out with a girl than than all of these clowns. Which is uh, fair.
0: Yeah. it is fair. In hindsight.
1: Let's uh let's talk about no show friends. and friends who will Break. I mean, just not like no-show friends uh, to me is you invite them and they don't come. I, then I think there's uh, like ghost friends. You make plans, in-depth plans, and they simply don't follow through on the plans.
0: All right, so that's the whole next level is the ghost friends, and I think that's who we don't. Uh, exactly
1: who's a ghost friend a So time. right exactly but you know that person started as a no-show friend <laughs> and then graduated from there to a ghost friend but at the same time you would never like not invite him somewhere right exactly yeah so for the audience just so that they're aware uh the friend we are referencing uh, is our our dearly departed friend, uh, Mister Rich, R- Richard A. LeVangie. Uh God rest his soul. It's been, how many years has it been now? Seven, six, or seven? Might be
0: seven, but I, I, I believe seven. Death is this Friday.
1: Yeah, so which seven is why years the subject is Friday.
0: Kinda, yeah, and that's why the subject is a little dear to my heart man what a great guy even though he never showed the happy events you did or when he faced <laughs> into a ghost you know he got the most infectious laugh i mean i wish i could mimic that laugh for everyone listening you know um it was just the most infectious laugh and every time he grabbed his damn shoulder blade you just wanted like what are you doing brother <laughs> and maybe you can explain better to the audience what i'm talking about
1: he just loved to pinch the the tops of his shoulders and pull his shirt back it was the weirdest thing ever uh, and but you'd have to do it in combination with the laugh. You you can't do, <laughs> you can't do the shirt thing. Yeah, it's
0: the best thing I can come with, man.
1: <laughs> you can't do the shirt thing without doing the laugh. It's it's like, yeah. Uh, so one of the things, God, that when we talked about this subject, you mentioned a story, and I would like you to share that story. Uh, because honestly. Uh, as much of a fucking giant dick move as it really is, it encapsulates sort of uh, everything that we had just referred to when it comes to, like, no-show and ghost friends. Yeah, perfect. love
0: to, man. Um, this story probably happened, God, at least 10 years ago, probably more. Um, it was a fateful night. It was dark and stormy. The seas were angry. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um but no seriously in all serious we we're gonna go on a limo night for our buddy's girlfriend's like birthday party we were going to boston a big to-do we probably had like 12 people lined up you know a dirty dozen and i think rick made a baker's dozen and came that day limo's there that's great we're waiting where's rick where's rick nothing just absolutely nothing you don't hear it not picking up his phone. And by the time he picks up his phone, I believe he said his sister was ill or something to that effect. And you're like, huh? We're like, all right, well, you owe us like 150 bucks, bro. No, I'm just not coming. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's not how it works. No. It's a of this. Now we're all looking at each other like, all right, I guess we're all putting money into the till. And then we go into Boston. We get drunk, have a great time. But really the shitty part of all of this is in the end is you miss Rick's laugh. You know, yeah. he'd be dying laughing, and all these stupid jokes. He'd be cracking up. He'd be looking at this girl, like, "Hey yeah, man, do you think I should go talk to this girl over there?" <laughs> and he like, grabbing his shoulder. You're like, "Yeah, buddy, let's do this." You know, it's the little things that you kind of miss. And then you look, you know, when you look in the past and say, "Man, I wish that dude was still here." But he was the king of the no-show ghost move. Let me tell you. Oh my god!
1: And it's funny, even you know, going back to to high school when we were in high school, there'd be times where. You know, he would he would just... Oh, hey. It probably didn't start until after we graduated. Because prior to that, he was pretty good about keeping plans. You know, because we really didn't do a ton. I mean, most of the stuff that, that we did in high school was, you know, get in the car and drive up to Red Sox games and fucking eat pizza. That was the extent. We were super cool high school kids. <laughs> But, you know, I don't think it was until after high school that it really started because, uh, you know, he, I think it was, yeah, it might have been right around the time he started working full time. And then he used that as an excuse a lot. Like, oh, I I, I fell asleep. That was a classic one. You call him, you call him, you call him, you call him. Oh, sorry, I fell asleep.
0: He knew why fell asleep because he ate too much. That usually was an excuse. Oh, yeah. I ate too much watching Discovery Channel. <laughs> and I just picture him, and I think he told me verbatim, he just sits there in his underwear crushing a bowl of cereal and just passing out in the middle of, like, Discovery nature shows.
1: Yeah, exactly. Or well, he's watching or
0: 1970 th- reruns of the Red Sox. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
1: watching the History Channel, and uh, like he said, it sucks that he's not around anymore. But, right. uh, but you know, at the same time, Rick was – you know, he had his, I mean, obviously he had his demons, you know, that's a, that's another subject that, you know, we don't really need to discuss, but um, he had his, it's just, he he held grudges like nobody else. (laughs) He was so petty. He was just incredibly petty. So petty. Um, But, you know, but like you said, it's one of those things you put up with those those little things with your friends, and you don't, you know, you don't really, you know, it doesn't matter because they're they're your friends. You stick with them, you know, even if you go fucking five years without seeing them, and then next thing you know, uh, the 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 guy next to you at the bar is standing there with a weird looking goatee, and it's fucking Rick.
0: Like, and he does- complains <laughs> to is Stephanie at the Gap about how There's not enough vodka in his cranberry vodka. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And then you have to fill it up again and then it's crystal clear and then Stephanie has to go, no, Rick, it's clear as could be. It's all vodka. All right. (laughs) And then he drive home to take a shit and come back and finish it.
1: (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. That's fucking funny. Go home and take a shit. And then come back. Oh, that's so great. Man. I think that's kind of like you know the extreme friendship you know where you have a guy that you're you're friends with and you know intimately well and that you almost it's almost as if you plan for the no-show or for the ghosting while you're making plans for the group
0: oh it was without a doubt after like a year or so just became all right we need to start thinking in advance of Hey, is Rick really going to show to the bar? I make sure I need to buy a couple more of our buddies too, just
1: in case. Just in case, yeah. Which is similar to, then you have the friends that can never show up on time. Like they'll show up, but they'll never show up on time. Uh, Right. I have a friend who years ago we would literally we would so if something was going to start at seven we would tell him six (laughs) thirty because it, it was always. 30 minutes late never failed. Uh that's you know what that's a good one. The one What is it? The ones that you know the friends that you have that when you get in a fight run away.
0: <laughs> oh that's me. <laughs> I go, oh, I can't get in trouble for this yet. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> oh you that can't one. do that. That's the worst. Well, when, when do I ever get into a fight? actually? So that's yeah, but that's
1: point. the thing. So, you know, you're, I don't know, let's say you're in a, you're in a bar somewhere and then just, just out of the blue, random shit, somebody starts talking shit to one of your buddies. You don't want to be involved because it's, right. you know, especially now at our age, it's bullshit. You don't want to do No, it's bullshit that. and there's
0: repercussions that come yeah. uh, with the work. So you but can't at really... the same time,
1: at the same sure. time. You don't want to be the guy that like immediately turns tail and and runs away.
0: Oh, that's fair. Yeah. You don't want to be a total squid. You just want to try to at least defuse the situation and hopefully we get to an agreement that, Hey, look, you're an asshole. We're an asshole. Let's just all be assholes and move on.
1: Yeah. None of this, none of this is worth the, uh, the aggravation that we're all going to have to deal with. uh, You know, once we get, kicked out of the bar, it, at minimum, just kicked out of the bar.
0: But that is know. really important the bigger issue.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Nobody wants to fucking deal with that crap.
0: No, especially the type of clientele that's probably trying to fuck with you and your boys.
1: The type of clientele.
0: <laughs> trying to keep her professional for a minute here, dude. <laughs>
1: yeah. <clears throat> that's a good way to put it, the type of clientele. So yeah, so I mean, friends, huh? Am I right? <laughs> um anyways, yeah, cool. listen, Scott, uh this was fun. Thank you for being uh for breaking the uh uh I was gonna make a crude joke there. I'll s I will will not do that. Uh, but you thanks know, for thanks. Yeah, thanks for, for being the first guest on on the show. I really appreciate that. Yeah, anytime, my honor.
0: Yeah. Great to be on a mediocre podcast with a mediocre host. Appreciate it.
1: Uh, you know, thank you. That's uh high praise. I appreciate that. So <laughs> um, anyways, yeah, Scott, thank you so much. This is uh, complaints and observations.
0: No, I just want to say thanks for having me on again. It was fun to just rap about that kind of good stuff. And yeah, I'll see you Saturday at the cookout, man.
1: Oh shit, dude. Oh, thanks for the it's reminder. All good. I appreciate It's going to hey, be man. a good time, you know, socially distance and everything. I think, I think that should be fun.
0: Yeah. I, we figured it out. It's all good. We'll see you then.
1: All right. Yeah. Friends, man, friends. So, uh, good stuff there. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. Hope it didn't suck. Uh, I'd love to get some more folks on the show to, you know, talk about the kind of nonsense that we all love to bitch about. So, uh, if you have any interest, I implore you, uh, please reach out, uh, but do so uh, in the appropriate manner, uh, emailing me uh, at uh, showmail at complaintsandobservations.com. Again, feel free to leave one of those voice messages. Uh, I like them. Um, So, you know, feel free to send them over. And if I deem them to be worthy enough to be on the program, I will add them to the program um but you know the email address let's use that uh you can check out the website ComplaintsAndObservations.com. uh, Twitter comms and obs at or at at comms and obs something like that just search it you'll find it uh, Instagram complaints and observations pod I'm also on Facebook I'm on YouTube you know I'm I don't have a job currently, but this is a nice part-time job, I must say. Uh, I'd love to to make money doing it, but good Lord, is that not going to happen. There's just no fucking way. But it's fun. I enjoy it. Uh, and I hope, uh, again, I hope you got one laugh, because that's the rule. One laugh per episode guaranteed or your money back. So uh, thanks again. Please tell your friends. Ta-ta.